Welcome, travelers, to this week's episode of Dyson Dish with Sparks Valentine, Erica Nerdy Yogi, and Foxfire. Today, we have three new topics to talk about, and let's go ahead and get on into it. I know that our uh, Nerdy Yogi over here has a DCC dice. She gonna roll. Foxfire, you're up first. All right, so that would be XP versus Milestone. Which one do you prefer? Which one do you think works better? So for me, I'll start. I prefer a mix of both, honestly. I'm trying it out in the current campaign I'm running, and it seems to be working well. The players think it's pure Milestone. I'm keeping track of the XP behind the screen. Number one, keeps them from being murder hobos. They think that story progression is what is causing them to level up. So they're not constantly looking for fights and not constantly looking to murder everything. Number two, they do constantly ask when we're leveling up, but... It's not how they're not having to keep track of XP and I'm not having to be up their butts for lack of a better way to put it about keeping track of it there. I'm not getting asked all the time. How much XP did we get? How much XP should we be at? And things of that nature. It's just so much easier. And if someone misses a session, they're not missing out on XP because it's collective. That's my reasoning for doing it the way I'm doing it. Thoughts? Mark, you and go, Mia. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go. I think it's interesting that you're doing both and not telling the players. I've never heard anybody going with that approach. So, kind of interested to see how that works out. What gave you that idea? Just. I wasn't really happy with doing Milestone because it didn't feel... It, it's hard to decide when you're actually going to do the level up with Milestone. At least, if you're making a homebrew world, you have to set where, where it is. And in the campaign I'm running, it's open world. They can go anywhere. They can do anything. So setting the Milestone is like, I can I can set this as a milestone for when you're level 15 and now you've already done, you've gone where yeah so I don't know where to set the milestone so doing XP works better but in my experience XP is such a major pain to deal with because people don't keep track of it very well or they miss a session and then all of a sudden they're a thousand XP behind everybody else just that's why I'm doing it that way. And then them not knowing, like I said before, which my group's pretty good and they wouldn't, I don't think, do this anyway. But you have some groups that they will abuse XP. They will go looking for every single fight just to get XP. I don't like that. That's why they think they're milestone. Yeah, it is it is very smart though. Like not telling them. I feel like that's very like it's very interesting, but it is also like on your part. It's kind of smart cuz then like you said, they're not just going to go around like killing everybody trying to get that just quick XP. It's very interesting. I do like that though. But between the two which one do you think is better? I would honestly... I like Milestone better. But not, I guess, in your more traditional Milestone way. Like, I feel like you should do Milestones for each character, and then you have Milestones in the story. Like, if, you know, you have your character, your character's background, and then they complete something in that back like in their backstory like they have like a major thing 
that was part of their backstory. The evil wizard was blah, 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 this, blah, blah, did that, or however you want to put it. If they complete something that goes towards that, I feel like that warrants a level up for that character. Just because it's something that was particular to their backstory that they completed. Or they completed part of, whatever, however you want to put it. But I, I like Milestone a whole lot more. Just because people don't remember how much XP they got. And then they're asking you 50 million times, well, how much XP did I get? How much should I get from this? How much, you know, blah, like all that. And I just... I'm good at math, but not everybody is good at math. So it's like, you don't want to have to, I don't want to have to deal with the upkeep for XP. I don't it's not even time. being, <laughs> it's not even being good at math though, because some people just genuinely forget to write it down yeah. or they write it down twice and then now they have too much. Yeah. Um, so for miles, so for me, it depends on the system. I think for 5e XP base is big numbers, right? Like you start getting into like a bunch of big numbers. But then if you look at something like Dungeon Crawl Classic, it's smaller numbers. You know, they don't do... So in DCC, an encounter, doesn't matter if it's combat or if it's puzzle or if it's an NPC, it's 4 XP, right? It's just a blanket. It makes it simple. It's not like, oh, well, we fought, you know, a beholder, and it's worth X amount of thousand, and then you fought four, you know, displacer beast or whatever it is. Um, I know when I started off running... I did my I did XP and at the end of the session I'd you know total it all up and and dish it out to my players and it was one of those issues of they never asked when are we gonna level up because you know it was right there in front of their face but it was the whole like okay what did you say again somebody's not paying attention somebody doesn't write it down and another issue that I ran into with uh, XP based is somebody loses their character sheet. Because I'm talking like before D&D Beyond or if you don't use D&D Beyond or if you don't have an iPad. So I had that happen to one of my DCC characters, you know, players, characters, excuse me. He lost his character sheet. And so he was like, well, I don't know where I was at on XP or gear or nothing. So that can be an issue um, if you're doing XP based. But... And another, like you had talked about, if you have somebody who misses a lot. And it's kind of one of those things that it, it is a good, it's a double-edged sword, right? It's like, well, it gives you incentive to show up. Because you know you're going to be underleveled. You're going to miss XP. You're going to miss gold, depending on your, you know, and, and loot. And you might get what's left over. So that gives you an incentive to show up. But it's also like, as a as a judge or DM or game master or whatever you want to call it, if somebody's four levels behind and the party goes in and then it's like, well, all they can do is hide in a corner because they're so low level. They don't contribute. They hide. They can't. They get one shot at all the time. Um, it's one of those things that as a game master, you might have to pull them to the side. And this is kind of something that I've seen a game master do before. What? He does, in a game I play in for 5e, he gives downtime days every session. You get 40 downtime days. And during those downtime days, you can learn a skill, you can learn a language, and they all have like, you know, X, this thing you want to learn costs X amount of days. So if you miss a couple of sessions, you can trade in your downtime days for XP or even a level if you save up enough to catch you up, to try and keep the party somewhat in the same you know level for 5e um i think that's interesting something that i've thought about if we ever did have somebody you know next time i run if they fell really far behind being like okay well you know you missed that session so we're going to do a one-on-one -on -one session and your character is going to go on their own mission 
you'll have your own encounters, your own story, your own experience. And this is what you were doing while they were doing that. This gives your character a reason to gain XP. Um, milestone. I mean, story beats and then, you, you know, is a great way to do it. But then what if they don't stick to the story and you got to change your story beats? And people ask constantly, when are we going to level up? I've seen some people say like, you know, oh, well, one session takes you to two and then two sessions take you to three and three sessions take you to four and kind of use it that way. But depending on how how far in you get and you forget to keep track as a GM, you'll, you kind of lose yourself and your number. It's something for me that it's a, it irritates me because it's like, what is given versus what you earned? Did you show up? Did you participate? Did you earn it? Or did you not? That is fair. Neither way is perfect. No. no way is perfect because there are flaws with everything. Like you said, with XP, they might miss a few sessions and they might be four levels behind and now all of a sudden they can't keep up. Yep. But like you also said, with Milestone, they may be earning it without without actually earning it. Yeah. It's also harder to keep track of Milestone if you're not running a module. Because yes. the module lays out for you, they level up here, 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 and here. Yeah. Whereas you have to set it yourself. And like you said, if they don't do the story beats like you're planning them to, mm -hmm. then they may go... Two months, if you're assuming you're playing a session every week, they may go two months without a level up, yeah. all because they took some random path you weren't expecting them to take. And I am horrible about with my DCC guys giving out XP because I forget because it has been I don't know ten years of playing 5e where we don't use XP, we do milestone, and so at the end of the session, I'm like, cramp. I forgot to give them XP, and then I have to text them. But it actually kind of worked out, right? Because they're in you. If you send that, they have a receipt, and it's like cool. They can just look at that message versus asking me. So it kind of like my forgetfulness actually turned out to be a useful thing versus telling them at table. Now I just send them a text message, and it's right there. And we only like that. We don't really like chat a lot in between sessions. You know, so there's not like a whole feed to kind of go through to find out where the XP was. A good so that is one it. thing. You could always send a message or, you know, and if you have Discord or whatever you use, we text because they're all retired and they don't use Discord and don't know how. <laughs> yeah. My only other issue with XP, though, is, again, keeping track. So the way I look at it, me as the DM, I have to keep track anyway. If I do individual XP, I have to keep track of six players, of individual eight, XP. Individual XP bar. As opposed to the way I'm doing it, I just have to worry about one. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also have, if you run XP the traditional way, you also have the issue of it's technically who gets the kill gets the XP. Or it's split up amongst the party. In a very much smaller amount. Yep. So then you have them arguing with each other over who's going to get the kill. I don't like the final strike gets XP. Oh, no. I never sucks. have. It sucks. It really does. Depending on your initiative order, you get lucky enough and you roll in behind somebody who does massive amounts of damage. And they just ate through it and they leave you with like two hit points and you're just like, doink, and it's dead. And then you have, um, I'm going to go with 5e as a reference. You have some classes that just don't deal as much damage. They're not built no, for they're it. support. Yeah. So let's say you've got a warlock in the party and they're dealing 90 damage around. And then you have a mm -hmm. bard who's dealing like five at best. You're going to have a disparity if you do the final hit XP. I don't know anybody who does that. 
And I and maybe that's the reason why, because like if you especially if you don't know that as a player going in and you build like a really good support kind of character, you know, whether it's a bard or it's a cleric, um, or even a ranger, uh, it's kinda like you kind of feel cheated mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, you feel shy. And then it yeah, and it it enfor- it reinforces the mid-maxing. We're all trying to do as much damage as we can. I mean, if you all as a group, it becomes a competition. If, it, if that's something you go in, you sign up for, and you know that that could be interesting, though. Um, just as a a way to do like a competitive type of campaign, and at the end of the campaign, like whoever has the most XP maybe wins like a prize or whatever. It could be an interesting way to do a very, very short campaign, like almost like a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I've been fortunate that I've never had to personally experience it, but I've heard definite horror stories about it. Doesn't sound pleasant. No. I think the tournament could be fun, though. Like, especially if you... It was like a gladiator. Like, if y'all are gladiators and everybody's mid-maxing and everybody's making those builds to do massive damage and you're role-playing being gladiators and you make a whole campaign about it and then at the end, somebody is like the gladiator. It could be... It could be really cool that way. But if it's a normal campaign, I I feel like there would be a lot of hurt feelings. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea for the gladiator campaign. Any final thoughts? No. No. Roll that dice, Erica. Let me flip my page. Sorry. Okay. All right. Watch out. It's mine. Okay. The dream table is the topic. Um... So I got this idea. Everybody talks about like your dream dinner table, right? You invite any guests, whether it's, you know, they're alive, dead and eat dinner with them. But this one is more of like, you know, it's your dream table. You invite people to sit down and roll dice with. So you have your DM that you pick. The yourself, of course, is going to play. And then four other players, your location and your system. Um, I went with a theme for mine because I, my favorite thing is comedy. I grew up loving comedy, stand-up comedy, comedy movies. It doesn't matter if it's dumb comedy, highbrow comedy, if it's awkward comedy, I love it. I love to laugh. Um, maybe I have like sad, what is it, sad clown syndrome? I don't know. Um, but I, that's what I prefer. Um, I take a funny table over a serious one any day. So the system I chose is because the, the, and it's all men, it's a man table because these are the men's that I, that I feel personally, and this is my personal opinion are the funniest men that I have ever seen and I would love to play with. So I chose a system that I think would be hilarious to put them into. So my dungeon master is the great late Robin Williams because he could voice any NPC. And I wholeheartedly believe that he, his physical comedy, even, and his voice acting, his. And I just think he was. Just something special. There was no one else like him. Uh, Player-wise, Chris Farley, another great physical comedian. I would love to listen to him scream and yell and bang on the table and throw dice and pull his hair. And, um, (laughs) you know, um, Mike Myers from, like, Austin Powers, if you're not familiar with him. Um, I was first introduced to him with Wayne's World. The original people who streamed content from their basement. Shout out to him for being a f- having that foresight. Dave Chappelle, which is a controversial pick in 2023, but I've loved Chappelle since I was a teenager. And watching the Chappelle show growing up and watching his stand-up, I just thought he was awesome. And last one is Eddie Murphy. 
because I had a crush on him super hard when I was a kid. And I think his stand-up is great. And uh, his mannerisms, his just all of them, I feel like that would be an epic table, bouncing off of one another, improving off of one another. I don't I couldn't keep up and I wouldn't even try. I would just sit there and enjoy it. The system is monster heart because I want to watch all of them be angsty teenagers. Oh my god. And be put in a high school situation and some of those those men play bitchy teenage girls. And um you know, if you're not mo- familiar with Monster Hearts, it is it where most of the time you play as teenagers, you play as monsters like vampires, fairy, werewolf. You have the queen, which is like your queen bee. She has her squad. Um, the location is important to me because the person, it, I wanted them to be there. I wanted them to be at my table, but with this theme, I just didn't think it would go. It's Joe Meganello's, uh his dungeon room, which is the Gygax, his little Gygax dungeon. I think it'd be cool to have him sitting in the corner just listening and hanging out. My notable picks for players were Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler. Two comedy kings, I think. Um, and DMs were, of course, Gygax and Mercer. But I had to give it to Robin Williams. It's my table. I, I love how you have the uh, the Shrek duo. Because you have Mike and Eddie. <laughs> I know. I know. I love Shrek. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds yes. like a very fun table. 100%. Yeah. I mean, Farley and Sandler together on SNL was so great. That's one reason why I was like, oh, I hate not to put Sandler on here. And But I just, I was like, it's either him or Chappelle. And watching Men in Tights growing up and him playing Achoo, I just, I had, I had to pick him. So, I still love you, Sandler. <laughs> so, who wants to go next? Uh, Sparks, do you want to go? Yeah, I can go. So, I uh, somewhat had a theme too, I guess. You could say mine really went with voice actors because I enjoy anime and I enjoy, you know, the way that people can bring things alive with their voice, like different characters and everything. So mine were all voice actors. Um, The DM that I went with was actually Talison Jaffe. Oh, and I'll go ahead and put the system so that way it makes sense. Is because I would want to play Call of Cthulhu. 100%. So, Talison as the DM for that is just perfect. Because that is, like, Talison's bread and butter. It's horror. It's great. And then my, other than me, my player picks where what is Laura Bailey? She brings that chaotic fun to whatever she's gonna be playing. Cher uh, Millet, she voiced uh, Sailor Venus and Asuna, uh, two characters that I absolutely love from anime. So obviously, I had to have her. And then I had to choose Amelie. She is a great singer, great voice actress. She is also a VTuber as well. So it was like, gonna bring that in too. So I had to bring her in because hopefully she'd bring, maybe she'd sing something at the table. She'd play like a singer in the game. I was like, and hopefully that's just my giddiness <laughs> wanting that to happen. If it would, who knows? But you never know. And my fourth one is actually it's a Bria Iyengar. I love the way that she makes characters, and I've watched her play Call of Cthulhu, and I just love it. I love how she gets into it. Uh, I do have a fifth if one person would not be available, uh, and it would be Erica Ishii. Just 
the way that she also plays is amazing. I loved her playing in Vampire LA by Night, which is a vampire the masquerade. Her multiple appearances in Critical Role, Dimension 20. I've loved almost every character she has played. They always have something about them that just makes them funny and stupid in the same way, but in a good way. And the location. I would love to play in Dimension 20's pod that they have in a warehouse <laughs> that they build all of their sets in because I could just like imagine the set that would be built for like a Call of Cthulhu game. They've never played Call of Cthulhu in Dimension 20. So I could just imagine how the set would be built, how the table would look. So, and the outfits. It'd be That's cool mine. if you could get like the Great Gatsby, like the from yes. Leonardo DiCaprio, like one of those locations, the sets from like that movie for it. It'd be really cool. Yeah. It's very it Art Deco. Yes. Yes. But yeah, no, that's my kind of dream table. Definitely sounds like I, you'd have a lot of great talent at that table. It's a very serious table. It's like the uh, opposite. I well, Comic Zoo very, is very, it's, it's oh, a yeah, serious, oh, yeah. that's the a serious system. system. Yeah, the system itself is, yeah, is very serious. It would be a serious table, yeah. Taliesin is a, is a, he's very serious when he, you know, it's it's part of the horror, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you got to think with how, like, mine was set up. I mean, you have Laura Bailey. She can sing. I have two singers and I have two voice actors. So it's like. Yeah. And obviously two of the, sing both the singers are voice actors, too. So it's like. You kind of have. I just wanted the musical. I wanted a musical in my on my table that could happen just in case. Had to be ready. You always gotta be ready for a musical. All right, I'll kick it over to Foxfire. All right, so I I want a table that can be both serious and silly. So I have kind of a mix. Uh, I just went ahead and chose 5e because number one, it's the one I'm most familiar with. And number two, it's a type of system that I know you can have that mix. I've seen some silly things happen and I've seen some super serious moments happen. So I would love to have that. Um, my perfect DM and originally I was going to say Matt Mercer and then I got to thinking about it. No, actually, I think I would want Anthony Birch from Dungeons and Daddies. Because he he seems like he knows how to play, and his players don't, and he deals with it perfectly, I think. Because he just is like, okay, forget it, we'll do it that way. And it just seems like he would run a really fun campaign if he sat down and ran a quote-unquote serious not-show one. And as for players, I pick Jack Black because I love him. He's hilarious, and I think he would be super fun to sit at the table with. I mean, can you just imagine, um, for those who haven't seen Mario Peaches, look it up. It is amazing. Can you just imagine him sitting at the table and just belting out a random song like that? He was the first DM I thought of. I could definitely see why. I think he would be super fun at the table. Hell yeah. Um, and then I chose a little bit of a more serious person, partly because I just want to meet this person, and partly because they <laughs> seem like pretty much a bro in any interaction they have with their fans, and that's Norman Reedus. I think he would play a more serious character, and I think he'd be really fun actually sitting at the table with. Um... And then I chose kind of another silly one. I chose Markiplier because I find him hilarious. And I think it would be hilarious, kind of like Erica said with one of hers. Just I imagine him slamming his hand on the table, getting really frustrated. Um, for those who've seen some of his videos that he does that, it's freaking hilarious. You want the tasteful nudes. Don't lie to me. You know I, I do. want access to those tasteful Plus, nudes. Who is I this? Do. I'm sorry. 
So Markiplier, um, Markiplier is a famous YouTuber who he did gaming content in the beginning and then he kind of like shifted to more lifestyle and like just kind of doing like random gaming. things. But he still does gaming. His dad owned like a really successful company. So that's how he was able to do all this. But he and I have to Google him. Like a he does a lot for ago. charity too. He does which... a lot for he oh he started an OnlyFans and put tasteful nudes on there. And all Plus the money voice. and all of the yeah. money that he made from his OnlyFans, he donated to charity. All of it was going to charity. It was yeah. wild. I, I don't I don't think I really have a hot man at my table. I think Eddie Murphy's probably the hottest man at my table. But he just has a, a an amazing voice too. His I mean, voice yeah. is really nice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to Google him. Uh gosh, where was I? I think that's three, right? Yeah, that was three. Yeah. Um I had another person that I didn't have written down because I thought of it during the session and I can't remember who it was now. But the original pick that I did was similar to Jack Black and Markiplier and also Anthony. I picked Freddie Wong from also Dungeons and Daddies because he seems like he knows the most and he really gets into his characters. If I mean, if you listen to that podcast, you know he is the one that definitely, of all of them, he is his character. 100%. Is that your whole table? That was four, oh, yeah. Four plus the DM. Okay. The only reason I was I just didn't want to interrupt you if you were gonna say somebody else. Um, did you ever watch video game high school? Yes. No, I haven't watched All that. All of one. it. He Every has a tiny episode. appearance in it. You should watch it. Was, it's it's worth watching in general, but he he appears in there. He Freddie Wong, he was one of like he was like sure. a main character for like two seasons. That's Oh yeah, that's. I was thinking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that he. He died. He like, quote unquote, died. He's the, he's the dad. He was the dad who right? died yeah. after like season two. Yeah, but he doesn't. He comes to kind of in and he's out. A, he's yeah. a supporting cast member. He is there yeah, throughout yeah. the entire. He's he's there throughout the entire. He's like, there. Show. Dies. But he's uh, yeah, he's not like the the main he's guy. Not a main but he's, character, he's, no. he's a main supporting yeah, he, cast member though for like a couple of seasons. yeah, whatever. Just, yeah, I was like, no, nah, he's, he's in, in there a lot more he's than tried. like one or two episodes. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I mean. Like he's not he's not the main guy and oh, that yeah. main girl. I don't know their names, but video. If you haven't watched video game high school, if you like video games, it's great. You should watch it. I mean, it's like back when people were actually making their. I think it's back when YouTube actually started paying people to make content to put on YouTube. I think it's well, it's it kind of from Rocket that era, Jack. like when, yeah, yeah, like so. that's what I was gonna say. Like you know, Felicia Day with Geek and Sundry kind of started yeah, off, and they, like um, they started off as well too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I had yeah. to look into that. All right, well, it's our last topic, Sparks. Oh wait, where would you want to play at? Oh, so yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, I didn't say that. So I kind of have a dream of when I have my own house, making out my basement to look like a tavern and just making it my perfect area. And that would be my dream. Comfort of my own home, but also looking epic as H-E double hockey sticks. Like complete with real fireplace and everything. Would be my dream place. With a fully stocked bar. Fully stocked, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, goes on to our last topic today, which is mine. Mine is session timing. What do you think is the best amount of time for a session? Mine's like not really that like in depth, but then it kind of is just because I feel like this is very much a topic that a lot of tables have to discuss and a lot of people have to think about too when they go to join a game. So my ideal session time is between five and six hours. I like playing longer just because 
you get more stuff done. And it's one of those, if you have a table that's like ours, and you get off topic a lot, having a session that time length is that long, you are able to get a lot more done even when you're goofing off. So that is why that is the time that I like is just because that's what the time I like to play in is just because you can get a lot done. And it also, it's not, it doesn't feel like a waste of time. So. Yeah. I, (laughs) I actually was going to say the same time, like realistically with most people's schedules in this world, five to six hours is probably the ideal time. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't have 12, 16 hours to put into a game even one day a week. Now, I'm that person who's played for, in at me if you want, three days in a row with like two hours of sleep in between. And that was way too much. But, like, I love long sessions and... I used to regularly do like 12 hour sessions and which were amazing, but realistically that's not attainable. I do think it also depends on what system you play in as well. Oh, for sure. That can change the session timing, but for a game like fifth edition, call of Cthulhu pathfinder or like some of your bigger ones that five to six hours is kind of what you're, that is kind of what a happy medium is. Yeah. That yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. Five, I... six hours definitely is, uh, is a good time. It's a good realistic time. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down some stuff, um, just like factors to take into consideration. Like one thing I wrote down is the age of the people at your table. If you got kids or teenagers, I think two, three hours is, probably your best window of time. Yeah. And then if you got people who are kind of on the older side, you know, sitting for a long time and stuff like that, you know, I think that is a factor. Um, Another factor that you brought up sparks is your, is your system. So like if you're playing, you know, like I, I play DCC twice a month for five hours and we bullshit and we, you know, I take potty breaks and, you know, we hang out and have snack and kind of stuff. So we mostly, I'd say with all of that game time, getting off topic, having to look up rules, we probably spend maybe three and a half hours, maybe probably to actually play, play, you know. So in with DCC, you can get a lot done in three and a half hours. With 5e or Pathfinder, that could yeah. be a combat encounter, depending on how many players you have, how high level you are. And the group size is another thing that I wrote down as a, is a time consideration, right? You got nine players versus four. You're going to need a lot more time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And how often you meet is another thing. You know, if you meet, we meet twice a month and that's why we play for five hours versus like if we met every week and we only meet, you know, we play for two or three, you know, it kind of evens out, right? Yeah. I, I wrote down cons. If you run at a con. Four hours. Time length is, is a, yeah, I mean, I wrote down three to four because it's like, I personally, as a player, don't want to be tied to your table and I have no time to play anything else. Because if you've got, you're playing in a four-hour game and that means you can possibly get three games in in a day. You have breakfast, game, lunch, game, dinner, game. That's all you can get. Yeah. I mean, and when it's at cons, though, a lot of the time it's, you go... You get your food and you eat it and then you or you go get your food, go to where your next game is at, eat outside the area, and then that way you're there whenever it's whenever it's time. Yeah, I, I mean, think four hours at a con for a game is good. Four hours is fine. A lot sometimes it ends early. Yeah. But then it's like 
you don't schedule those out for no reason. So I think time of day is a big factor too. Yes. For me, because I go to bed early. I get up early. So I go to bed at 830. So like we play in a 5e game together and we meet at seven o'clock at night. And I'm like struggling to stay like I'm there. I'm into it. I'm paying attention. But I'm also about 830, nine o'clock. I'm tired. Uh Day games, to me, like morning day games is more of where it's at because I'm more alert and aware at that time than I am at night. So I think that's another consideration in plus two where the environment is. Like if you're at a game store and, you know, the times of operation is going to change. We play during the day at a game store. There's no one in there. It's awesome. You go at night. It's a shit show. You can't hear yourself. You can't hear over everybody else. And it's just like a struggle to, to, and for me, and that's just me, for me to pay attention. No, I agree with that. Cause when we played at a game store, there were times where they were doing like magic tournaments and things like that, where it would get loud and it would get really hard to hear, especially if somebody was talking that was very soft spoken. Mm-hmm. And we also had a group of around 10 people at that time, so... 13. Was it 13? Yeah, we got up to 13. We, we got up to 13 players. at one point, yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and that's when we were like, the chop. El Chapo. Yeah. But we, we stuck together. I don't think they... I don't think they play together anymore. Well, that sucks for them. <laughs> but yeah, we still play a- together. Yeah, I know some of them moved and they went online yep. for a long time. And I, I'm like you, I don't know if they actually play anymore. Well, I know from the last time they mm-hmm. were still online, weren't they? I don't know. I haven't heard from them. It's been a long time. It's been like, what, yeah. five, six years? Yeah. It's been a long time. About. Just a minute. Yeah. I think there's lots of things to consider, like you said, Sparks, when it comes to Setting up the session length and time, um, I mean, it just depends on what's best for you, what kind of system you're going to play, where you're going to play, yeah, what people have available. Yeah, it's also, it's like, we've tried so many different days of when we can play. I don't necessarily think Fridays are the best day for us to play Friday nights. I don't, but that's the day that everybody else wanted to play. So that's what we went with. <laughs> uh, not just, the best day, but definitely not the worst. Yeah, but we only get three hours to play. Pretty much. So it's like one of those. It hits those time limits of like viable time to play. Yeah. And some people aren't like some of us, <laughs> me, and are degens and stay up until one or two o'clock in the morning most of the time. So it's like you have you have that. And then some people sleep through their game they're supposed to run. And they go to Yeah, the I did that. <laughs> Wait, I what? forgot completely. I completely forgot. I was supposed to be running mask the night before, like Saturday night. I laid down in the bed and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Wanda Sykes' new stand up and then I'm going to go to sleep and I don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. I didn't check. I keep, I have such a bad memory and I keep a to do list on my phone in my calendar and I check my to do list every night before I go to sleep. I did not check my to do list because I was thinking, like, Oh, it's Saturday night. I don't have anything to do tomorrow. And even though I have planned for our mass game for like an hour or two on Thursday, and Wednesday I confirmed with them we were playing, I just went to sleep. And then I woke up because, and I'm going to say this, Sparks, you could have messaged me earlier. Yeah. You messaged me two and a half hours into <laughs> when we were supposed to be meeting well, because you were playing Diablo. Well, no. Let's be honest. No, no. Let me, no. I was <laughs> the one they were worried about not going to get up. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't shave me. No, no, no. Let hear this whenever this idea was brought up. 
And this is for everybody. You get to listen to how the session planning kind of goes. How would you guys feel about doing a morning game? This is Erica to me and my roommates. Oh yeah, that would be that would be fun. We could do that. I'm just worried about Sparks getting up in the morning. Because I do like to sleep in on the weekends because it's the weekend. Don't have to get exactly. up early. So I was like, yeah, no, I'll be up. I'll be up and get, you know, be fine. I was up and ready by eight o'clock. And why didn't you message me? Because t- the my roommates were not awake yet. So it was one of those like, well, I was like, well, maybe Erica's on her way over here and hopefully they'll be awake by the time she gets over here. And then it hit 830. And then I was like, I wonder if Erica forgot. But I knew you were busy this weekend. So it was one of those. It was like. Play Diablo. I would have played Diablo either way. I would have played Diablo either way. But he wanted to play Diablo. And so he was like, it's okay. I'd rather play Diablo. So I'm not going to say anything. I was like, it's okay. And then it hit 10 o'clock. And I was like, Erica hasn't messaged yet. That's a big gap. It's a two hour gap. (laughs) Well, it was also, it was one of those. I knew your weekend was really busy. So I was like, I'll just. I debated on messaging. (laughs) I was like, maybe I won't make her feel bad. I felt horrible. I've never forgotten about game before, ever. And I felt really bad. I was like, man, but they, and I was, th- and I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? If they were sitting there waiting on me, they would have messaged me. Yeah. Not two and a half hours later. Cause like you wouldn't have sat there that long. No, I would have been sitting there for maybe, maybe 30 minutes and be like, where the, you know, where is she? My message um, was, hey, are you good? Like, I didn't know. Maybe yeah, yeah. she was, maybe Erica was sick. <laughs> I was like, you know, it was more of like, I wasn't distraught that it no. happened, but Did it was one of those, it was Diablo? like, that's what I was going to say. Diablo was out. That was a main factor, but it was also, but it was also like, I knew like what you, and I knew what you had planned this weekend. I knew how busy your weekend was. Yeah, and it I was, was just like, and that's kind of the th- like the like, summer hey, is. It's okay. <laughs> summer, and it's one of those things that even like that season, seasons we live. I mean, it's okay if I say what state we live in. I guess that's cool, right? Y'all come with that. <laughs> cool with that. Yeah. Okay, we live in Tennessee. We are Southerners. If you haven't figured that out by the way we talk, I don't know what to tell you. You must be from like Europe or something. So. It's hot here. We live, I live near a source of water. I want to be on the water. I don't want to be inside when it's 90 degrees outside. It's nice rolling dice in the summer during the day because I like to be outside. Now, if I lived in the north or in London where it rains 90% of the time and it's not nice to be outside, I can understand playing all the time in the middle of the day on the weekend but during the summer i want to kayak i want to go hiking i want to be outside i want to be at a, at a pool wherever i don't want to be inside rolling dice because that's what the winter is for that's what video games are for in the fall and the winter because i can't be outside i'm an outside person so but she was the one that wanted to do a morning session I, so the reason why is this i wanted to do a morning session on a sunday eight to twelve because we don't go out on the lake or get by the pool until about one o'clock because yeah. my mama goes to church and then she eats. And then about one o'clock is when we start and then we bag up and we go and we don't come off the water until like seven or eight. So I could, it would be best of both worlds, right? Is what I was thinking. I could play game and go out on the water. So that was the plan, but I forgot and overslept. <laughs> But it was okay it was because fine. they didn't care because they were playing Diablo. It was fine. Diablo went out. I got him. I would have gotten a message. <laughs> oh, definitely. You would have been five minutes yeah. late, and Sparks would have messaged you, be like, "Where you at? Where you at?" <laughs> no, I, I. If it if it comes down to anything, when it's something like that, I'm a very passive person because, like, if I know like you have things going on. And you plan something, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, 
Now, like, will I, like, fuck with Foxfire over here whenever she's, like, for a session? Yes, I will. 100%. Yes, she's she's always late. late. <laughs> You're always All late. All the time. But I, I, no, I was early. You were early last, last session Friday. because I thought it started at six, and it did not. <laughs> it does start at six. That's what you need to tell yourself. So that way, you're early every time. Yeah, but you're technically late at the same time. Yes, I was you're late early. to yourself, but you're early for the actual session. <laughs> it's the best of both me. It's what we do. Hey, we do it. I have an aunt. She. Like, she's one of those people that is, like, she will be late to everything. It doesn't matter what it is. And I'm talking, like, three hours late. Like, we're going home. Thanksgiving's over, honey. You know? And so we just started lying to her and telling her that, we, that it's starting three hours early. And now she shows up when everybody else does. She's on time, magically. And we just all, as a family, just, that's what we do. I have a friend who's the exact way. Y'all think I'm late all the time? I'm like five, ten minutes late. Friend, like your aunt, three hours late, consistently, every time. Mm. <laughs> Me and Spark's like, mm, ten, I don't know, I'm thinking like 30, 45. <laughs> yeah. 45 it's okay. consistently. It's it's okay. I forgot about a session. Never done it before. That was the beauty of us playing at my house is I couldn't forget because y'all would show up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a game now. Oh, my gosh. Well, soon. 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 So, soon. But, yeah. Well, I think, uh, that's, I think it. that's it, y'all. It is. Yeah. Wow. Cool. We made it through it. Alive. We did it. We did it. Yay. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on our discussion of these three topics today. Uh, as a blanket statement, these are our opinions. So take them as you will. I don't know what else to say about that. If you're going to get hurt about any of the choices that were made tonight, then you can put them in the comments. But just know there are choices. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. See you later. Travelers, thank you so much for watching this episode of Dyson Dish. We really hope that you enjoyed it. And hopefully you'll uh, decide to share some of your opinions in the comments below. Uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to Dyson Dish on YouTube. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And our next episode is going to be out on September 8th. And we hope to see you there. Have a great rest of your week. Bye.